Feels formal. Everybody spread out. So. I would like to share a shot with you from the Maram Shik. The Maram Shik was a Talmud, I believe, of the Chsam Seifer. And I would like to share a pshat, but this is not a cutesy pshat. Like, oh, it's so cute, what a nice pshat. There are pshatim that are gishmak, like you, you hang up, your, you have in your pocket to like share it a simcha, like you want to pull out some magic trick. So you sound all good, you pull out a dvar Torah. This idea, this vert, I'm telling you something that I think is all, is, 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 is Torah that we're placing a vert somewhere, but I want to tell you an ideal from the Torah. I'm going to show you after where I saw this idea in the Torah. And to describe, it, it's, it's a geshmak of vert. And remember the vert, I told you that the yeshiva has Torah. This idea yeah, is, a, is a Torah of the yeshiva. So please, it's more than a vert. You build a life with this idea. So let me share the Maram Sheik's vert. The Pasuk in Mishlei says as follows, Al toichach leitz, don't give muster to a leitz. What exactly a leitz is, the world calls a leitz like a funny guy, is a leitz. A leitz in English we would translate like a scaffer, a cynic. I think the best translation of a leitz is a cynical person. A cynical person, cynical is somebody who takes serious matters and like makes light of them. Like puts down any things that we hold valuable and holy, they easily like knock and they're very negative. Cynical is negative and put down things that are valuable and prestigious, they very much underrate. It's called a cynic. A leitz would be like a cynic. So it says, Al toichach leitz. Don't give musr to a leitz. Somebody who's just a cynic, don't give him rebuke. Pen yisna'eka, lest he hates you. He's just going to be mad at you. Pen yisna'eka. Ben, see, if you give musr to a scaffer, to a cynic, he's just going to hate you. Hoichach l'chacham. However, give rebuke to a wise person. V'yaveka will love you. So don't give musr to a cynic. Al toichach leitz pen yisna'eka. If you give musr to a late, he'll just hate you. Give musr to a wise person, Vyavek will love you for the musr. Wise people love musr. They want rebuke because they want to grow. It's sensitive, it's no fun, but it changes your life. Any intelligent, sophisticated person wants rebuke. Tell me off, so tell me what I'm about so I can grow. So that's the Pasuk in Mishnah. Ask the Ran. Amongst other Rishayim, the Ran's a Rishayim. The Ran asks the following question. The Gemara Bar Metziah says, the Gemara Bar Metziah says, in the Pasuk and the Torah, it says, Hoycheach, Toycheach, Asamisecha. It says a double Lashen. Hoycheach, Toycheach. It should say, Hoycheach, Asamisecha, give Musr to your nation. It says a double language, Hoycheach, Toycheach. It says the Gemara, even if he beats you up. The Chiyav Teichachas, even if he doesn't listen to you, you're to give Teichacha, it's a Gemara Bamatzidah, Chav Gimel. You're to give Moser, even if he doesn't listen. So ask the Ran, it's a contradiction. The Gemara Bamatzidah says, Teichachas, even if he doesn't listen. And Shloyma Melech can't argue on a Gemara's drush of a Pasuk. Shloyma Melech in Mishle says, Al Teichach Leitz, don't give Moser to a Leitz, Pen Yisnek, lest he hates you. So the Ran is a contradiction. Who cares if he hates you? Even if he beats you up, the Gemara says you still get Musa. He beats you up, Kacha. You give him, you tell him the truth. 
So the Gemara says, even if he beats you up. The Pasuk says, don't give Musr to a late, to a cynic. Lest he hates you. I thought you're supposed to give Musr even if he beats you up. It's a blatant contradiction. As you hear the Kasha, you can, you can repeat the Kasha, you don't have to. So I want you to get a clear. Pasuk and Mishle, Al Toichach Leitz. Say after me, Al Toichach Leitz. Pen Yisneeka. Don't give rebuke to a scaffer, to a cynic, lest he hates you. Hoichach Lechachem, give Musr to a wise person, V'yavek will love you. It says, don't give Musr to a cynic, lest he hates you. Frek the Ran, the Pasuk says, Echech, Echech, double Lashen. Gemara Bab Metziah is even if he beats you up. You still have to give Musr. So the Gemara is based on a drush on the Torah. says you give Musr and if he doesn't listen, if he beats you up. And Shloyma Melech says, don't give Musr lest he hates you. Contradiction. Yeah, the Ran's Kasha? Farm Kasha. Comes the Maram Shek and he says the following terrorists. The Rishonim give an answer to this Kasha. I want to share with you the Maram Shek's terrorists to this Kasha. Says the Maram Shek the following word. But I'm going to introduce his word with something. I'm going to introduce his word with a parish in the Torah. Yaakov Avinu, his Mida is what? What is the attribute specifically to Yaakov Avinu Emes? Titein Emes to Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu is the Mida of honesty. That is the absolute anhaga. That is the mid of Yaakov Avinu honesty. Yaakov Avinu says, ironically, who, you know, every good person has a foil. The word of the day will be foil. A foil in a sophisticated movie or book. In a very dumbed down book, you have a good guy and a bad guy. That's in a dumb book. You have any bad guy and they make like a good rotten bad guy and a good good guy. In sophisticated writers... The bad guy is the exact opposite of the good guy. They each bring out who the bad guy is and who the good guy are. They're like opposites. I'm, I'm not getting involved in this right now. I'm not, Baruch Hashem, not a movie guy. But if somebody's into Batman and the Joker, the Joker is complete hefkeris, nothing serious, and Batman is wound way too tight, very into structure and rules. It's called a foil. When the bad guy and good guy have a relationship and they're like, what he's bad at, like brings out what he's good at, what he's good at. In the Torah, if you read Maral, Lahavdil, each bad guy, we don't just have villains who teach, who attack us. The Hamans, the Paras, there are villains who attack us. If you study them, they bring out what was wrong, what we needed to rectify. Haman wasn't just Stam, some bad guy. If you study Haman, he's the foil to Mordechai. Mordechai is the tzaddik who saved our generation. Haman is weak and brings out the flaws of the Jewish people. A foil is, is the two characters, is the, the foil is the exact opposite of the good guy, the perfect foil, the perfect bad guy. Somebody can look on their phone, foil, and let's read us the translation. Viggy, if you could read the translation to foil. The math equation? What? The math equation? No, no. Foil is a character who's the opposite of the good guy. He's called a foil. Can you s- s- talk to Siri? Just say foil. No, spelling's obsolete today. Find foil. 
To foil a plot, F-O-I-L, means to mess up a plot. There's a different word. What? That's the foil, F-O-I-L. To foil, F-O-I-L. To foil a plot is to mess up a plot. This is the word foil. How do you spell this foil, a foil? I don't think it's spelled F-O-I-L. A foil. Yeah, it's also F-I-O-I-L. So let's see. That's a defoil something, is the foil a plot. That's also. In fiction, a foil is a character another character. Bless your soul. Where do you see that? You ready? In fiction, in a fake story, a foil's a character who contrasts with another character, usually the protagonist. The protagonist is the hero. A foil is the contrast to the hero. Batman is the protagonist. And the complete contrast, Joker is the foil to Batman. He highlights the qualities of the other character. A good foil brings out the Milo. What is Mordechai's Milo? What is Mordechai at Sadik's Milo? What does the Medrash say about Mordechai? We'll do the Purim story. What's Mordechai's Milo? Stubborn. He sticks to what's true. Every emotion, say, just bow to the man. He doesn't move like Kambalaza. What's right? I don't bend. Haman's going to kill you. He's going to kill the old Jewish people. I don't care. It's what's true. What's Mordechai's Milo? The truth. Intellect wins over emotion. The story of the Megillah, what are Haman and Achashverish? Let's get to Achashverish. What is Achashverish's emotion? He's upset, he kills Vashti. Then he's upset, he killed her, chose a new queen. Then he gets upset at that queen. Chazal say that Haman and Achashverish are Risham is Birshos Libam. Whatever emotion they feel, that's what they do. And Sadikim is Libam Birshusam, Mordechai Nestor. It's a foil. A foil is the opposite of the hero. And the person brings out the malice of the hero. What's Yaakov Avinu's midah? Honesty. Who does Yaakov Avinu work for? Lavan, the ultimate liar. And Lavan cheats him. Lavan's the ultimate foil of Yaakov Avinu. He's the liar, conniving, trickster. Yaakov works him for years. And for years and years, he cheats and tricks Yaakov Avinu. And what was Yaakov over and over in business? Nothing but honest. Yaakov Avinu makes a proclamation recorded by Hashem, which means it's true, that I never stole a penny. Yaakov Avinu leaves the house of love and you're living by a liar who robs you of millions of dollars. The normal thing is not to be so careful if you take a pen from him. Can any of us leave a hotel and say every single thing is ours? Do we have maybe a towel from the hotel, a pen? Yaakov lived by Lavan for years and years and years and years. The norm, and the guy cheated him day and night. Yaakov Avinu says that I checked every penny I own. There's not a penny in my possession and that's not mine. Every penny is mine. Honesty. Yaakov Avinu is spitz honest. Yaakov Avinu comes to a well 
he comes to a well, this honest person whose entirety is all about MS Liakov honesty. Now, shepherds are hired for a job. They're supposed to be taking the sheep out to graze. They're hired, they're paid for a job. And the shepherds, instead of being out in the field grazing the sheep, they're all sitting, sitting, lazying by the well. They're waiting around with the shepherd, with the sheep and the flock by the well. And Yaakov Avinu sees, this is Geneva, this is thievery. You guys are paid to be out there in the boiling hot sun with your animals grazing the sheep. And all the shepherds are sitting right next to the well. My analogy is a guy is paid to ref a game. If a guy goes to camp for free, he's still paid. He's paid room and board. He's paid a lot of money. It's worth room and board. So he's paid. He didn't have, he could say, I'm not paid enough. I mean, nobody held a gun and said, be a counselor. So so quit the job. Don't take the job. But you took the job. So you're saying, room and board is enough payment to me to ref games, whatever you're hired to do. A guy's hired to ref the game, and instead of going to half court, he's sitting at the other end, like on his phone or something. He's a robber. He's a thief. You're seeing a robber. You're seeing a robber. Very coarse people, when they picture robbery, it has to be a guy going into a bank with a gun. The more subtle and sophisticated you are, the more subtle and sophisticated you perceive the sin as. So Hashem said, don't steal. You picture a guy who's paid to ref games and he doesn't go to half court. He's a thief. He's a robber. He stands at the other end. He doesn't follow the game. And then he wonder why all the kids are upset at him. He's a dishonest guy. He's a thief. He was paid to ref a game. He doesn't take his job seriously. Yaakov Avinu comes to the well and he sees shepherds that are robbers. Instead of being out in the Sadais, taking the fields to pa- taking the sheep to pasture, which are paid to do, they're sitting around by the well. That's easy for them. The well is all shady. It's a shady area. To be out there in the fields, the sun's boiling. They get to, they're very much alone. When they're with their animals deep in the fields, they're alone. When they're sitting by the well, they're sitting with their friends schmoozing. They're thieves. Instead of doing what they're paid to do, they're sitting by the well. Yaakov Avinu's life is about honesty. He never stole a penny. He sees the shepherds who are doing the opposite of what he lives for. What does Yaakov Avinu say to the shepherds? Did you ever play Jewish geography, guys? Me and Ezra meet for the first time. Shalom Aleichem, Dan Kalish. He says, Ezra Grell. Ezra, are you related to Zevi? We play a game. A guy says, Shalom Aleichem, I'm Josh Ajaja from Cincinnati. Cincinnati, you know Mati Dahan? You know that Jewish geography game that annoys the brains out of you when people play it with you? You need to be over 60. See, when you get older, it's a very fun game. Because the guy you sat next to you in Sheer, the kid you see is your friend's son. It gets cooler. You know officially you're getting old when you enjoy Jewish geography. At your age, it's just annoying. When you're older, it's a lot of fun. You have to picture in a few years, in like five blinks, Yosef's going to meet Maish Reber's son. Like, Maish Reber, your father, and the kid's like, leave me alone. But it's a fun game because it's Maish Reber's kid. What can I do? When you get older, these things just, when you start enjoying this, you're officially old. You're official. I haven't started yet only because I know you're officially old if you enjoy it. So I don't admit I enjoy it yet. But it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. But you're officially old when it's a lot of fun. 
And the bottom line, I guess, 27. It's official, I'm old. But the bottom line is, it's extremely fun Jewish geography. The first one who played the geography game was Yaakov Avinu. He sees the shepherds at the well. They're doing the opposite of what he lives for. He lives for honesty and they're stealing. He says, Achai, my brothers, may I enact them? Where are you from? They say, we're from Haran. We're from Haran. Is he from Haran? Do you know Lavan? He was going to Lavan. Do you know Lavan? We know him. Everything's okay with him? Yes. He played Jewish geography. What was the point? The Torah doesn't waste one word. What was the point in the stilly game? You know Lavan? We know him. He doesn't ask them where Lavan lives. He knew where Lavan lived. He was going to Lavan's house. The Torah just records. You know Lavan? We know him. He's okay. He's okay. What's the point? Very strange conversation. I have a rule. If I'm ever asked to give a speech in Chinuch, I bring guys with me. I want, I spoke to the parents last night. Their Bachram, Shimon Friedman was on the speech. I would have had the whole yeshiva there. You know, it's interesting. When I do interviews, so parents always want to tell me something about their sons. They send out the kid. I never want to disarm parents, they're the parents. I ne- you have one father, one mother, but I always try to convince them. Can we talk in front of him? I want to show, I want to show, Chenuch is not a system of manipulations and tri- tricks. If I ever, I once spoke in a hotel and the sign said, I didn't know, unbeknownst to me, it was a Chenuch Shir, they said no kids will be admitted. I brought a whole bunch of kids, people tumbled, I said, then, I'm, then the shear's done. Have somebody else say the shear. I'm not speaking without kids here. We, today, this afternoon, I spoke to the staff. There was some bachram here. I love that. I'll speak to the staff in front of the whole yeshiva. If you go to a chinuch course and your kids can't be there, run from the chinuch course and find a different course. I'll tell you why. When I read this parsha. I want you to hear an unsophisticated version and something sophisticated. Yaakov Avinu is about to give Musa to the shepherds. Yeah? Please hear this well. He's giving Musa, he's an honest person, they are liars. And he's about to give them Musa. And who does he lace into them? The day is still young. It's not time to gather the sheep yet. You guys are going to love him. He gives, he rips into them. Before he rips into them, he tells, he speaks to them. Achai, my brothers, where are you from? Oh, you're from Haran. You know Lovan. I know Lovan. And then he gives Musa. If you are shallow, it's like a technique. If you're the guy who doesn't let kids at your chinuch speeches, it's a trick. Don't tell the kids. It's a good trick. Before you pull out your trick card, before you give Musa, trick 302, before you lecture the kids... Say something nice. See, kids are out of yarmulke. Say, buddy, what's up? Get your yarmulke on. <laughs> Rule 302. Before you tell kid to put on yarmulke, say something nice. You're a nice boy. Then you tell him. He says, Rabbi, I saw a trick 302. I read your book yesterday. You know, the parents who have their books in the bathroom and all of us kids read it. You're like, Mom, I, I, I read page 143. She's trying the latest trick she read. The latest one, like, what you do when your kid is me. <laughs> uh, the problem is, like, ma, I saw that book, and I went through, I know exactly which, which, which page you're doing. I can tell you the page. If you read the Torah superficially, so Yaakov Avinu had a good trick. 
they're not going to listen to his musr if he just tells them musr, so it's a trick. You have to first, the problem is the Torah, every word is emes, it's true. There's no manipulations in the Torah, just every word is written by God, is eternally true, every word. You're studying the Torah way too shallow. What's happening in the Torah is, is a window into Yaakov Avinu. Here you have people, Ezra, that are the opposite of Yaakov Avinu. He is honest, they are in the middle of robbing. Now we get a little window into Yaakov. What did Yaakov Avinu see? I would guess he saw, he turns around and he sees people the opposite of him. Oh my gosh, you thieves! That's not what he sees. The tire is Emes. He sees people, Achai, my brothers. Where are you from? Achai means equals. My brothers, the Torah is not a manipulative safer. It's Emes. Maish Emes, Torah Emes. He says, Achai, my brothers, means Yaakov, the greatest person who ever lived. He's called Bechira Avais, the choicest of the Avais, Yaakov Avinu. His face is on Hashem's Kisei Akavid, Yaakov Avinu, just to fathom. Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu turns around, he sees people are the opposite of him. He says, Achai, my brothers. My brothers means I feel equal to you. That's what Achai means. It's not a manipulation. It's not a, yo, bro. It's not an expression. The Torah is recording. Achai, my brothers, we're equal. So Yaakov Avinu turns and he sees equal. And before he gives any Musr, he's interested. Where are you from? What interest? It's not a manipulation. Interest. Where are you from? From Khan. You know, Lavan. You know, Lavan, he asked them a question. Is the Pshat that we're connected? We're not just strangers. It's a very profound idea to, I want to connect to you. You know, Lavan, I also, is he okay? I even need you. You're from Cincinnati, you know, so and so. I want to connect to you. Why do I ask if you know somebody? Because a second ago, we were strangers. If we both know that same guy, we're connected. I want to connect to you. Then I even ask you how they're doing. Because I need you. I need you for information. There was no manipulation here. There's a fact that Yaakov Avinu felt connected, <coughs> felt equal to the people. And then to people who he connected and felt equal, he gives Musr. If it was a trick, then don't, have, don't tell any. Shh, keep it our secret. If anybody knows the trick, it won't work. If it's an acquisition of a Milo, there's something to acquire here. It doesn't matter if others know it. Yes, before you ever give Musr, you have nothing to tell somebody if you don't profoundly value them. If you don't see a good person, you have nothing to tell a person. You don't see a good person, you're blind. You have nothing to tell a person. Yaakov Avinu gives Musr. This is what he worked on and saw. A parent, if you tell a trick and... Tricks don't work. This is a madrega that when you see people, you have to learn to see their goodness. Yes, they're flaws. We're all flawed, but there's goodness. And you have nothing to tell them about flaws until you see their goodness. And if you want a window into Yaakov Avinu when he turns around and he sees people who are living the opposite of his living, well before he sees a flaw, he sees wonderful people that are worthy of friendship. That's what Yaakov Avinu sees. And in seeing that, he's capable of giving Musr. By the way, you're, 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 you're robbing. Do you recognize that, you special people? But what he sees is precious people. Then and only then can your Musr work. 
Says the Maram Sheikh, listen to this pshat. Al-Toychach leitz. We said a stira. The Gemara says you give somebody musr even if they beat you up. The wisest person who ever went, Shleim HaMelech says don't give musr to a cynic. Said the Maram Sheikh. Don't give musr to somebody you see as a leitz. If your view of him is he's a cynic, if you give him musr, he'll just hate you. If your view of him is that he's a chacham, it's not talking about two people. Him, don't give musr, he's going to hate you. Him, yes, he's going to love you. No, no, no. If you don't give musr to a late, to somebody you see, I can't believe you, don't talk to him then. If you think he's such an animal and so crazy and so bad, he'll just hate you. If you see him as a chacham, you're impressed, you're intimidated. If you give musr to somebody that you hold of and you admire, you will see he will love you even if you tell him off. The irony of this yeshiva is people think we're soft. <laughs> it's funny, people think we're soft. People will tell me, parents will say, I know you're against rebuking your kid. Hogwash. They never met Rai Wisniki is tough. He's sweet. He's nice. He's tough. Anybody who's a Talmud of his is smiling. Anybody who's not here is wondering. If you know Rabbi Zone, he's tough. He's loving. He's nice. But he says it the way it is. But he sees you as a precious person. If you give rebuke to somebody you see as a wonderful person, they will not hate you for their rebuke. They'll love you. Because they know you see them as a wonderful person. Now, the, they, you see them as a wonderful person. The best Musr in the world, I want you to hear these words, but don't say it, mean it. Don't say it, mean it. The best Musr in the world, if you would see Reb Chaim Kanievsky do something wrong, your mind would be like, you wouldn't have to process it. Reb Chaim stealing, I can't say the words. If you would see Rai Wisniki doing something, you're like, you turn inside out. You don't, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know. The Musa would be a bakr this summer who respects me way too much. He gave me Musa. The Musa was delicious because he, he like respects me too much. I'm much worse than he thinks, which is an Avera. It's a long story. Chavis Ababa says it's an Avera. People think higher are you than you are. So it's not fair. But I'm worse than he thinks. And this Bachar gave me Musa. How'd you do that? I lost my cool during a game. So the Musa he gave was so powerful because uh, he's so much better than that. That's powerful Musa. Because the Musa picks you up. The words, the Yiddish words, espasnished. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's beneath your dignity. Now, I'm not saying to say that. There are plenty of people who say that who don't mean it. I'm not told to say it. To mean it is the spitz musr. To see somebody, you're dazzled by who they are, and that behavior, it doesn't fit you. I'm like so intimidated by you. I'm like inside, I'm like flummoxed. I'm like befuddled. I'm, you, you have me all like bent. I'm confused. I'm so confused. Because you're so special, how do you do that? I can't handle it. That's the best Musr in the world. That's Hoychach Lechacham. I'm intimidated by you and who you are. How do you do that? Now, that saying it is not what helps. Saying it's nothing. 
You could say all day long, this pasnish doesn't fit you. You don't hold to the person you're saying. It to. I'm not talking about what you say. I don't like words. I'm talking, I like words, but I like when the ideas are kept. The ideal is that you value and are awed by somebody, then you say. Yaakov Avinu turns around and he sees the shepherds and he says, Achai, equals, wow, he's taken by them. Then the muster is given. That's not a trick, that's a value, that's a life's goal. That your view of people is profoundly, is, is, is profoundly true and deep. And nervous, it doesn't pass, it doesn't fit who I see. I see somebody special. That behavior doesn't fit, and mamish doesn't fit what I see. That's like the spitz muster. That's what the Maram Sheikh says, the Pasuk saying. Al toichach leitz. Don't see a leitz. Then when you give him rebuke, Penya Snack will just hate you. Hoichach lechacham, see a precious person and rebuke him, the Yaveka will love you. This then is the mission to see the goodness of people. It's a life's work. This ain't no trick. It's a life's work. Parents will tell me, I've sat with many a parent of energetic kids, and parents will say, will complain about behaviors. I say, he's such a special kid. I know, I know he's special, but I'm saying something. I know that you know, but you lost focus on that. See a special person. Chazer all his goodness. You've lost the focus. When you say it, what do you say? I know he's good, but if you're focused on the bad point. You can't give Musser unless it's mamish in front of you, especially is. The place in the Torah of Musser, the first place with one of our others that I know of gives Musser is Yaakov Avinu. He sees Achai Mayayinatim. He sees people worthy that are equal to the greatest, to Yaakov Avinu. Achai Mayayinatim. That's in front of him, that's staring at him. In that mindset, and only in that mindset, he says, It must be in front of us the quality of the person. It must be deeply seared and not a but. We're pushing intimidated. Such a good person, such a quality person. Was there something that doesn't fit? But not, there's such a quality. I'm intimidated. I don't even know how to say it to you. Picture how a guy gives mustard to a Rebbe. And there's a cases you're allowed to give mustard to a Rebbe. But you're like, you're, you're like you don't even know what to do with yourself. I'm so impressed. Just, I can't handle it. You're like busting. You can't, because I'm dazzled by you. That is mustard. And it doesn't change that I'm dazzled. In the point that I've lost respect, you have nothing to say. You have nothing to say. You have nothing to say. This point, this point in how we see others, to me, is such an important essence of a Yid. We're from Avram Avinu, the starter of our people. His midu was eye and taiv. He had a good eye. To see goodness in a person... That is the first thing in order to ever give toichachem. We have a mitzvah daraisa to rebuke, to tell somebody you could do it better. But that we see good, that that's what we see. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed. You know, a guy in shul, his phone goes off. People turn back with the stain. <laughs> Did they notice that? I'm, by me, a guy dresses nicely, you win. Game, game, game over. Because dress is very hard. Yeah, I'm not my she, I'm not my son. My clothing, I really come in the morning. It's usually clean. Don't blame my wife. 
Stains find me. They look. They run after me. They chase me all around. Dandruff. I don't wear jacks much because they get dandruff falls. I try. I'm cleaning my lapels. If my wife's not around. It happens. Tell me if you see dandruff. I try. I try. It's hard to me, me to keep clothing all in order. I see a guy who's well dressed. I'm impressed. He's a cool guy. Mamish. Holds himself together. I'm very impressed by that. I think that's that's something so. It's neat. Just neat. People turn around, the guy's phone goes off. All you see is a guy who's, first of all, he's in shul, did you notice? And he was there before you, Kailish. First thing you know, I'm impressed he was there quite early. I'm impressed the guy always has like a few phones. I have one like cheap phone. This guy has such nice phones, including he usually has a case on his thing. He's a stark guy. What a guy. What a put together fellow couple of phones. He clearly has a lot of business, maybe has a keychain or two. Then you see the guy is Mike Holding. If you all you see is a guy whose phone went off in shul, you're clueless. You're clueless and your muster has nothing to offer him. Don't give him a face. Don't even say shah. You have You have a lot of work to do before you can give any muster. When you turn around you're like, what a guy. The guy doesn't have any dandruff on his lapels. He mamish is a full head of hair, I feel. Then he's unbelievable. <laughs> the guy is a zap put together fellow who was in shul before you, has much more phones than you has, and a much nicer one. You're all impressed with him. Then, like, you remember somewhere, and well, you know, like me, I lose track of my speeches, where I was going, what I was saying. I need a bach. Where was I in the middle of saying? You push it, seeing, you're like intimidated, you're impressed. Oh, you remember his phone did go off. You, had, you, you like got so distracted by a lot of thoughts. You remember, by the way, maybe, I don't know how to say this to you. You're a guy who doesn't have the Andrefania lapels. I'm a little intimidated by you. You're a guy who has very cool phones. You're in shul before me. I talk after work and getting to shul more on time. Maybe, you know, your phone goes off in shul. It's a little disturbing. But like there's many things that you saw before. Then the musters listen to. If you see a gansh, you have toichacha, you have echo, love you for the musters. Taki, right, Yes. How would the guy know when you give a message to you? Well, Vicky brilliantly is saying and remarkably as people know. The truth is known. The truth is known. He knows what you feel about him. That's why it won't help with words. There's not a trick. Sorry, no tricks. That's why everybody can know our trick. The next guy sitting over can know your trick because it ain't no trick. It's a madrega to acquire, to kill ourselves. Till when you turn around by shul and you and work on it, work on it. Practice, you got to practice things. Notice good things about people. Focus, focus on it. Be misplaining. Notice good things. And you'll have different good things. You're not going to be impressed if a guy doesn't have dandruff on your shirt because you don't have dandruff. You might even be impressed by a guy like me who has dandruff. Well, he's so secure. He doesn't mind having dandruff. The guy is so relaxed. That might impress you. Fine. So whatever works for you. Find your things. Find your things that impress you. <laughs> we practiced this, guys, the whole lunch. We were like, on to Chaim gave him the sign. He walked in well-dressed. Excellent. I was talking about being well-dressed. And then you walked in like, look at the shoes. Look at the shoes. My pants, I'm like so behind. I'm still baggy pants. I, I don't know, I had, he wears tight, he knows what he's doing, Spashit. I'm very moved by that. Excellent, David. I'm, imp- I'm impressed by many, many deeper things, but David, yeah. 
When you learn to see like this, you'll see, I promise you'll see much deeper things. These are superficial ways to start your process. When you do this, you'll learn to see as, you, as you're going through, your first thing you'll notice are superficial. Once you're impressed with somebody, you'll notice things that are much deeper and more sensitive and subtle and more, more eternal. But you have to start somewhere. So a guy's a good ball player, he's a great football player, great, that's a good thing to be impressed by. He's a great performer, singer, neat, out of whatever, whatever you like. Any Musser we give, any Musser, if we want any Musser to be listened to in any person, it is only listened to when we are capable first of seeing the goodness of the person. See the goodness of a person. I'll love you for the Musser. This is something. So it's not a cute Vart, the Maram Shik is an amazing Vart. It's good to roll out at a chasna, but it's a life's mission. It's something to... Yes, 1,000%. They know. It also would come out, the difference in how your Muslim will come out is how you'll express it by nature, automatic. If you're like dazzled, that guy you gave mustard to the Rebbe, the Musr itself makes you feel like big. My Rebbe, my Rebbe once exploded, a friend of mine, I've seen my Rebbe blistering mad twice in my life. And one of the two times, a friend of mine wasn't wearing a coat in the winter. Now, I never wear coats. My Rebbe killed him. <laughs> to say he was mad, he lost it. And he said, he was yelling at the guy that you're going to be one of the leaders of the Jewish people. My friend is a remarkable person. He said, you have no right to put in danger somebody who's going to lead our people. You, he was, in his screaming, I never heard a bigger boost of esteem from what he, and he was livid, my Rebbe. There was nothing to pretend. He was livid at this guy that you have to protect one of our future leaders. The Musser, when that bacher gave me Musser, I like walked away. I was like Gaivadik. Like he was like, he was like, I look at you the way he looked. His Musser made me feel like a million bucks. That's the Musser. If, if you're hold of something, you're dazzled. You can't pretend this. It won't help because you say the words as pasnish. It's not befitting you. The question is, do you believe that? If you see somebody and you're dazzled by him, and the behavior is like, it doesn't fit. You have to get dazzled first. You have to work on that. That's a value. That's an acquisition. That's not a trick. <laughs> if you have that acquisition that you could see the truth, he can know what you're doing. You're not doing a trick. You're just seeing the truth. In Chinuch, I like bringing along guys because we're talking about acquisition. If we live true as parents, I know you're being true. Right. I'm being true. <laughs> I know you just told me. Yep. Guilty as charged. You just see my mindless and are dazzled by them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. Guilty. True, not guilty. True. Tricks don't work. Acquisitions and values work. I wanted to share this about Teichacha, about Musr. We all have to have a chiv the rice to give Musr, so we have no choice but to hold the people. Because if we don't, our Musr won't work. Zero. Our rebuke won't work. So by force, Hashem requires us to give Musr. If we give Musr to somebody we're not dazzled by, it won't work. Tough luck, Hever. We have to hold the people. We have to learn to get better eyes. To work on our eyesight. Bad eyesight don't work. It doesn't work. We have to get good eyesight and learn to see my listen to people. It's 
4.30, the VE is starting. The English is starting. If you know what class you're going to, just go to the class. If you don't know, Rev Grossberg is here in the one building over and hold direct guys to where they're supposed to go. The second Seder of the, of the, of the older guys is starting 4.30 to 6. That's a good as much. Oh. 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 Oh.